Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Look at that shot, Alan. Uh, let's go. Oh, it looks let's great. Go. Let's go. It's a beautiful morning in New York City for now. For now. It's going to be hot today in New York City as, as we're getting closer and closer to summer. How hot? Like 90 degrees? It, we it just might be over it's spring. Gonna, gonna, why, why no, is we have, oh, come on. We didn't have spring. May. We've had a pretty good spring. No, it was like a fake spring. It was a fake spring. It, yeah, it, was, cold. it was 90 still, degrees it was all of a sudden. snowing in April. Key and I are wearing sweaters it, outside. It, yes, it, it was still snowing snow. in April. It was, look at your weather. I thing. don't want to. It was snowing in April. I'm just the beginning of April. Beginning of April. Beginning we to had mid. Yes. Beginning yeah, we had to snow. mid. We had snow. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, now, now I got. Now my poor son was went to the beach on Sunday with his buddies. He was up all night with sunburn. Beach? What beach? Know. The beach out on the island. Some the island. On Long Island. The island. Yeah, you just say the beach. A river. Long Island. It's just we, the a beach. A river with sand in front. It's the whole thing's an island. So there's a beach <laughs> hey, everywhere man, you go. Leave our beaches alone, Key. Man, that's a river with sand in front. What? No, that's don't the East be disrespectful. River. Don't it's do the that. Ocean. Don't do that. It's a river with sand nah, in front. Wait, you're, wait, wait. You're a bougie Hamptons guy. That you know that's ocean. <laughs> Brown water. <laughs> Little ditch plains. You go out there on on the board. Brown water. Hey, hey Key. You got, you got that cabana this weekend coming oh. up. Oh. You got that did cabana. You get it? Did you get I know order? you got the cabana. Come on. I'm not gonna tell people where you're going. But I know you got the cabana. I know how you're going. Where? You know what I mean. Put it, this, put, put it over. this way. Put it this way. If it rains, which is supposed to, you're covered. No, I'm not going to sit in the rain. But it's going to rain outside. on Saturday. No. Not, not. I don't think Sunday's rain. But don't worry about all that. If it rains, I got a different plan. You wearing all white? Mm. You wearing all white? You oh do it man, like that no. On Memorial Day weekend, we down in Miami. You gonna wear all white? Mm-hmm. No, linen, some linen, good. Linen. little linen. Anyway, your son did what at the beach? <laughs> well, he got a terrible sunburn. Terrible. I mean, when when it's this bad. It's like you got to scratch, you, but you can't because it only makes it worse. It drives you crazy. Like I had to, his, I had to put mittens on. He him. didn't put the uh, that stuff. What do y'all wear? Sunblock. Sunblock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. S- what? You SPF. forgot the name of sunblock. No, I was trying to think of the the the, the SPF. Uh, yeah, SPF forty, ninety, eighty, whatever that yeah, stuff. One thousand. He probably kids, needs one thousand. My kids wear it. I don't wear it. Yeah, key doesn't wear sunblock. Don't wear it. Don't need. I it. wear sunblock because my wife is like, put on sunblock. Well, as a kid, it's also growing for your up, skin. Like you don't want, you know, like it can damage your skin. Like you don't want. Man, that you see either. your skin. Your skin is actually pretty impeccable. Man, come on, man. <laughs> I don't like to be honest. Where I grew up, my mom wasn't like, hey, make sure you put on your sunblock before. She was like, just go, go out, yeah, go I run. Never, I never oh, go. Yeah. yeah, back then, my yeah. wife we weren't doing that to you when no. you were a well, kid. Well, we back go then. play. You know, we go to like. Cabo or Hawaii or some of these places really like scorching out. Mm. My wife will come and try to put it on me. I don't want it on me. I don't want. It. I see them dudes how they look walking around with that stuff on their face. My kids they look like rub it, that's they what I'm rub it in on their nose. My kids look like Casper when they're running around. Like a poor kid got the lights all yeah, over. Yeah, I don't like, want, want that on kid. me. You want to get a little bit of color, right? Like a little. I'm bit? gonna get color. Look we at have, me, man. You, but you we, t- we but have you color. But you yes, about that, I'm gonna. I'm going to turn dark and a little red when I when the scent. I'm going to do that. Right. As I tell my I'm wife's family, I'm mixed up with a lot of stuff. You know, I am this color for life. We are good with the tan. Yeah. I'm good. You're all set. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, it's, it's 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 my people that in the summer summer comes and all of a sudden you it's know, like we got to get real. We got to get dark. Yeah. yeah my, people that look like me. It means people that look like me. People that are fairer skinned. But see, you know what the problem Very is? Very sensitive though. to the sun. <laughs> is it? Apparently my son, who's a hockey player who Very belongs sensitive. in Canada. <laughs> Very sensitive to the tell, tell I was me. taping up his hands like, stop scratching. Tell him I said, Uncle Keyshawn said, mm-hmm. stay out of the damn sun. Yeah, it's a good You rule. don't need it. No. 
You get a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's it. Just don't. You don't need to be frying. You don't think seven hours out at the beach was a good idea? With no, if you can, you can lay out at the out. beach, but be I'm under the umbrella. Depends what were you seeing for you seven know? hours? Hey, look. He told hey, me, oh, we were just playing man. spike ball. I don't, I don't like, yeah, look, that's all you were doing. Exactly. Whatever, he's grown, whatever, that's fine. Yeah. But take care of yourself by not sitting out there baking. Because I've seen some of those people that sit out there for a long time. Lobsters. I can't. Not only lobsters, they look like basketballs. The skin. It just, it's oh, it's ridiculous. Pebbly? Oh, oh, it's, oh it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good. Look like the lady that was in something about Mary. Just sit out there and just... <laughs> You don't need that in your life, man. <laughs> now that's that. a visual I did not I, yeah. need at 6 o'clock in the don't morning. But I'm it. sure the visual that you saw last night, Key, as we'll get to Straight Talk, by Straight Talk Wireless, with Anthony Davis and the yeah. Lakers, LeBron James. You know LeBron, after a playoff loss, is averaging 30 points a game in his career? Mm. After could, a playoff loss, that. he steps it up. Well, and Anthony Davis, I'm sure, probably has similar numbers. 30, 10. Well, I don't know about his playoff, but uh, 30, 10, and 5 assists – First time in his career that he's done that. He got to the free throw line a ton. They got into foul trouble. No Chris Paul for the Suns. The crowd, again, a big crowd in Phoenix. Yeah, loud and proud and everything else. But the Lakers even up the series. And Anthony Davis talked about stepping up. But he didn't need to be told he had to step up. He didn't need LeBron to say anything. We've been together for a while now. He don't have to be in my ear. He saw it on my face. Um, We didn't talk much. You know, at all today. You know, I think the first time we talked when we got to the arena. Um, and we just, I mean, he just knows. You know, uh, I, I know I can't have my, my team um, in that position with my performance. And, um, but, you know, since last year, he's always been on me about perfection. You know, um, playing hard. Playing through environments like this. And so uh, it's paying off, you know. But, you know, I, I got to the point where I don't need Brian to come and, and, and tell me what I need to do. I know now. Yeah, straight talk, but straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. I mean, is he grow? Is that is that maybe the example of him growing into what a star is supposed to be in a big spot? That doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that you've self-evaluated yourself when you've had a stinker. You you could clearly. I don't need you to tell me I yeah. had a bad show. Yeah, I don't need you to come and tell me something I already know. As a professional athlete, that is the one thing that. For us, we hate is when you try and correct me on something I already know. Like, I can read what people are saying about me. Mm-hmm. I know that Jay Will said this, Keyshawn said that, you uh, said something. I don't need you to tell me that. So, in order to change that, I got to get my butt on the blocks and I got to power down. And that's what he did early on. You could physically tell mm-hmm. that he was, okay, I saw it early on. I'm like, okay, so he is responding to the criticism over the last several days about how soft he played in his style of play. So he backed it down, and no matter what, whether he was going to get into foul trouble or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. he was going to go out a champion. Jay, what did you see different in his game from game one to game two? Because I saw a player who was a lot more, I'm not going to say physical, aggressive, definitely going toward the rim instead of fading from it. Well, you know, I, th- I think the reason why both Key and I were frustrated at the, at the stinker game, the first game, it wasn't because of the numbers. Like, everybody has bad shooting nights here and there. But sometimes with AD, it's about the effort. It's about the mentality. We, last night, we saw aggressive AD. When AD is aggressive, keep that AD all the time. That's the AD we want to see all the time. Because that's motor. who AD mm-hmm. – and that's what the greats are able to do. 
That's what the LeBron James is, the Michael Jordans, these guys are able to do. They're able to keep that mentality all the time. And you see that in the number of post-ups he had last night, yeah. which was he had zero post-ups in game one. Amazing. Zero post-ups in game one. And he worked inside out. When they play AD inside out, that's as good as this team can be. And that's why I say he's a guy in, in those first games or so in playoffs. It's like he sticks his toe in the water to gauge the temperature to kind of get a feel that. for it instead like, of see just, how they're just play jump me. in. Instead like, of just in. saying, you know what, you know, because what happens to us in our eyes when we see players that got this type of talent, you don't call them, you don't call them soft. You just – they're not aggressive when they need to be. And it took him – to have a loss and for people to kind of go at him, for him to sit back in his hotel room or whatever, his house, and, and sit there and go, or better hotel because it's Phoenix, sit right. back and probably look at Sports Center over and over and over again. And no, because people, no matter what they tell you, they watch it. They're looking at this and they hear it. I love that. I don't they, pay attention to They every, got the yeah, timeline, they got the whole Twitter that. stuff. Yeah. They see all of that. And they sit and they say, okay, I'm, I'm going to step up. And I'm sure LeBron, like, yo, dog, whether he wants to admit LeBron ever said something to him, LeBron probably just was like, come on, it's time to go. It Keith, may not even been a full conversation. Allen said a couple of free throws. My man had 21, yeah, 21. free throw attempts mm-hmm. last night. That's good. Tw- that's great. Yeah. He had everybody. You know what I that said? That says, like, Jay get, Crowder and what coaches would say. Coach K was like, get your ass on the block and go to work. Yeah. <laughs> go, go to work. Yeah, Aiton had four fouls. Jay Crowder had four. and But then there was a flagrant. I don't know if you saw when he took yep. one shot. That he was kicked early his leg on. I rang the bell. Well, he kicked him in. Mean, yeah, yeah. That was, Ding dong. They were yeah, talking about kicking him out for that. I was like, why would you kick him out for something he didn't intentionally try, even though they said – he intentionally did it. Yeah, no. well, they no. gave him like, the flavor on. of one, which, I mean, unnecessary contact, and everybody but, there just but cringed. It, I mean, but, but, like, you're not – so, I mean, yeah. they, they – so they, they – You closing you, out. They call you fouls a lot of times when you go up to shoot and you kick your leg out because you're trying yeah. to create contact. So they're trying to stop people from doing But that. sometimes you just shoot that way. Sometimes you just shoot that way. Right. Shoot. Everybody LeBron James, shoot straight yeah. up, agree, right? 23 points, nine assists, but four of nine from downtown. He had a terrific shooting night. Another thing we'll mention, we'll get into a little bit later, Chris Paul didn't really play much in this game. Only 23 minutes, shoulder, definitely an issue for him. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number as we'll get the conversation rolling here. Getting into the NFL, there's a silent treatment going on in the league as well. Not just LeBron and AD, KJZ, ESPN Radio, and ESPN2. The Packers are still kind of trying to work to find a solution. Green Bay has no leverage. So what if he sits? He'll be fine. If you're Denver, I would think they would be competing with Kansas City to to win the AFC with Aaron Rodgers. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Oh, the story that keeps on giving. We'll get to Aaron Rodgers in a second. Market madness, by the way, guys. So the final results are in for our Sweet 16 matchup in the Aragoats region. We had our two versus three. Coach K versus Larry Fitzgerald. So yesterday when we left the show, Coach K, very comfortable lead. We thought, very unfair to Larry Fitzgerald, right? Out of his market. He's not well-known around the country. And then John Gambadoro retweeted it. Very popular host in Phoenix. And the results are in. This is Fitzy. Coach K had a lead. Like when I went to sleep last night around 9 o'clock, Coach K had a pretty big lead. Mm -hmm. John uh, Gambo Gambo. retweeted it like right before I went to sleep. And I text Pat, one of our producers on the show, and said, Pat, um, Larry Fitzgerald is going to take over overnight. I guarantee it. And woke up this morning and Larry Fitz had a lead and he just closed it out. 53.6% to 46.4%. I should have had Duke basketball reposted. That's on me. I'll take that one for Coach K. That is on me. There's no way Larry Fitzgerald is beating Coach K. Five championships, potentially the greatest coach to ever coach the game of basketball. He did. Excuse me, Coach K. Nobody can see you on radio put out your finger to say, give me a second key. (laughs) No, no, I wasn't saying that. I was just thinking out loud and saying to myself, excuse me, Coach K, I think we'll have a table for you in two hours. You can leave your number and come back. Wow. I mean, that's just mm. – right? Sorry, Larry Fitzgerald is here. Coach, we're, we're, step we're, aside, please. Coach, yeah, please. please. Mr. Fitzgerald, we have 15, your table. 15, we're on, full 15. right now. <laughs> give me – give your name here. Put your name and number down, and we'll call you in two hours. Or the best one when they say, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we're full. There's nobody in the restaurant yeah, right yes. now. Yeah. All your tables are open. We're close. We're close. We're close. Come back in two hours. Here's a pager. We'll page you for table. Here's a pager. Can you see? Coach K just sit there with a pager. That look on his face when he's pissed off. He's like, sit there with a pager. So so the Orange Crush region now begins. We'll get into the deeper a little bit later on the show. Let's see. But it is right now on key at key J and Z. You can vote Jacob Degrom versus Carlos Correa. I know Degrom. Degrom. He's right now. I mean, it's very early. He's barely 200 votes here. Uh, he's way ahead already at 91.9% of the votes. So maybe Chris Candy's right. DeGrom could get a table anywhere in the country. No, New York, yeah, but New you, New York, York fans are going to vote for their guy. We're not, well, we'll see, and, we'll see and, where and it goes. And this is the Orange Crush, right? Yes. So how Teams many, that have orange like, in their jersey? Who, though, right? I mean, Mayfield, well, Correa is a very popular Baker. baseball I mean, player. But, Cleveland. Baker. Baker, yeah. Baker. Yeah, Baker. You got Vaughn. Miller. Like, yeah. You got – I mean, it's not – Baker's like the chosen one right now in Cleveland. Everybody loves him. 
Yeah, but New York is everybody hates Houston right stuff. now. Is that what that's about? All right, so we shall see. Yeah. Again, you can go to at KJNC to vote. I was at the game. Seven. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive time. Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So Aaron Rodgers. So the OTAs are going on. Level of surprise that Aaron Rodgers is not there. Shocking. Would it be in negatives, <laughs> like about negative five, whatever it is. But Matt Lafleur, of course, had to talk about it. And here's what he said about Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay. Aaron definitely knows how we feel about him. Um, you know how how he's such an important part to our football team, such an important part to our organization. And you know we're just going to continue to try to work through this, and hopefully, can get him back in the building at some point. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get him back in the building at some point. But it's OTA's key, right? Like there's not – When they retire his jersey. Great surprise. Maybe that's the next time we see him or whenever he shows up there to play as the opponent. But when you th- think about it this way, if he doesn't return yes. and they have to go with Jordan Love going forward. Yes. And then you look at that division now. Yes. Is it Minnesota or Chicago that suddenly becomes a team that you look at? I mean, can Green Bay still be a favorite in that division without Aaron Rodgers? No. Let me ask you a question. Because there's not a lot of good teams, no. and let, great teams in that division. Let me ask you a sarcastic question. Oh, I love those. Right? Do you watch football? Yes. Oh, every year? Yes. Did you see the last time the Green Bay Packers <laughs> did have Aaron Rodgers underneath the center? Well, Oh, you mean yeah? When he was yeah <laughs> with Brett Huntley yes, yes, and, uh, and, and, and Kaiser yeah, and the dudes. Yeah, yes. oh, man, yeah that's what you go see. <laughs> that's what you're getting ready to witness. Jordan Love is that bad. It's not that he's that bad. He ain't Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So clearly, when you remove Aaron Rodgers from the equation and you insert another guy in there, this is what you're getting: Kaiser and Huntley. This is not removing Aaron Rodgers, I mean, removing Brett Favre for a guy that the coaches said, we like him better than we like you. (laughs) This is not removing uh, Joe Montana and inserting Steve Young. Right. They did that because they saw something in Jordan, I mean, in in those quarterbacks. The coach, if I, or somebody, if I can recall a week or so ago, and I think it was our guy. Gutenheim, what's, what's, what's the Brian Gutekunst? Gutekunst. You better jump with a trail man and start calling him Brian Gutekunst. Because on this show, I'm the guy that butchers all the names. Gutekunst. I think Gutekunst. he said. Gutekunst. I think he said that Jordan Love had a long ways to go. Yeah. I think that was what he said. So imagine what you get ready to see. Can you imagine if you're Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace and you're walking down the street of Chicago and there is a light beaming from the sky? The sun is out. Yes. It's hitting your skin. And that's a voice saying, here's your chance. Chicago, here's your chance. Whether you have Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, Key and I think it should be Justin Fields. That's fine. But the, the waters have parted. This is your opportunity. But why not it, Minnesota, though? Well, Minnesota, Minnesota too, but I'm just saying, for, for, a, you're, you're for, for a coach and a GM whose job is on the job. line. I'm not oh, going to get fired, to Minnesota, too. If, but you, you could not have fi- been given a better opportunity. Oh, they're going to get fired go. if they don't win the division. Oh, I understand they, that. They but if they, they don't win the division. If Aaron Rodgers is not playing and they can't win that division, doesn't win the division. Oh, they got to chop their head off, man. Come on, man. They got to just get rid of them immediately. I wonder what Vegas says. If they don't win the division, if there's no Aaron Rodgers, they got to fire him. So if you're pacing Nagy, do you want this? Or I are want you this. thinking like, wait a minute, wait, we're not ready for perfect, all no, I want perfect this. opportunity. Come on, man. man. It's a perfect opportunity. Come on. Now they got to make the right decision at quarterback. Yes. yes. It's a perfect opportunity to make the right decision at quarterback. So wouldn't it make more sense to be a little more maybe um, 
conservative and go with the vet. Why am early? I being conservative? I play to win. Who is the best quarterback? Put him on the field. That's Justin Fields. Put him on the field. But if he's not ready, though, like all the way then there, Andy, I think he'll be ready. The but then Andy Dalton. The only thing, only thing that I can see why he wouldn't be ready, it won't be because he doesn't know the playbook. That that we gonna get, we're gonna get that That's, out there yeah. before everybody start talking about he's young. The playbook. Let's just stop that damn narrative mm-hmm. with these quarterbacks. He's a starting quarterback at Ohio State that had an extensive playbook, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. It is not the offense that Urban Meyer ran when he was there. Ryan Day's offense is more pro-style ready than anybody. So let's not let people put that out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Preach. Just stop it. Andy Dalton, as far as arm talent goes, he's not better than Justin Fields. He's just not. And then when you've put in the leg, Andy still can run around and do some stuff, but Justin Fields just looks right. He looks right. It's more experience than anything else is why I would say yeah, that. Yeah, turnovers. To- the only thing that you could think of is if he's going to throw the ball in places that he probably shouldn't because he believes his arm talent is so superior and he's young and all, naive. All young quarterbacks go through that. Do that. Yeah. That's the only thing. But if you're a good coach – you can get that. You can coach that out of him based on your game plan, not putting him in situations that will force him to do those sort of things. It's going to be interesting in that division again. All all deciding all the dominoes that fall after Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't show up. Just quickly, here a tweet by Diana Rossini. My takeaway from hearing any Packers press conference is Jordan Love has a long way to go, and then in parentheses she said, which doesn't mean he's bad. It just means he might not be ready just yet coming up clippers gonna clip so can this clippers team ever win a chip that's after key has this from indeed need to hire people fast indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like instant match just sponsor a job and indeed will send you a list of resumes from indeed's database on the spot they also have 135 skill tests for things like computer proficiency or customer service talent so you can find the right candidates faster. Do you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed just goes to show when you need people for work, Indeed works. Visit Indeed.com credit. Three-pointer by AD. It's good. What a huge three by Anthony Davis. Since last year, he's always been on me about perfection. You know, I, I got to the point where I don't need Brian to come and, and, and tell me what I need to do. I know now. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. LeBron around a pick from Anthony Davis. Three by LeBron. Good! And that could be it. 103-94, 45 seconds remaining in the game. That was the call, ESPN LA 710, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. They lead the Lakers to a 109-102 game two win over the Suns, tying up the series at one as it now heads back to LA. AD, 34 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 blocks following a 13-point performance in game one. Remember, that was tied for his fewest points in a postseason game in his career. LeBron, 23-9-4, and and that big three that you just heard in the final minute. Lakers, 6-0 in the postseason following a loss when LeBron James is on the team. Opponents averaging under 100 points a game in those games. To the other team in L.A., the Clippers lose again. They lost to the Mavericks last night, 127-121, and Dallas has a 2-0 lead in the series as it heads back. To Dallas, or heads to Dallas, I should say, for Game 3. The Mavs, the 32nd team in NBA history to win the first two games of a best of seven on the road. 27 of the previous 31 went on to win the series. The Clippers entered the series with a 65% chance to win it, according to ESPN's VPI. Now, just a 25% chance to win it. Kawhi, PG, you better show up. Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Harden, reiterated... Tuesday that Watson is not currently in settlement discussions with the women suing him. Watson maintains he wants any settlement amounts to be public, although the two sides could mediate in confidentiality, as is customary. SportsCenter brought to you by Indeed. Did you know Indeed has 135 skills tests to help you screen for the experience your company needs? Not frisbee throwing or whistling with your fingers, but essential skills like computer proficiency or customer service. Find your next great hire at Indeed.com slash credit. Yeah. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Alan, can I tell you something last night? Go for it. There was a play yep. where LeBron kicked the ball out to KCP last night. KCP didn't shoot. We just showed it a little bit on TV. If you could have seen the intensity on LeBron James' face, yeah. like his forehead was on Casey's, KCP's forehead. And so you better shoot the – yeah. Ball next time. Right. You better shoot the ball next time. Literally, that was the type of intensity that the Lakers played with last night, and that's why people had them favored to win this series. He had to check Caruso one time, too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he was checking everything. He set the tone. Well, that's, and that's what a great player does, and that's why AD said, he didn't have to talk to me. I kind of – like you Him just not do. talking is him talking. But he that's what great Caruso. Do, I was like, yeah, Caruso, if I was you, I'd figure it out <laughs> real <time>. quick. <laughs> Get back on it. That's one L.A. team. The other one, the Clippers, they're in one right now down 0-2. And let's talk about that and more with Frank Isola, who joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Frank Isola from the Yes Network also and around the Horn panelists. You see him there uh, many times. Frank, good morning. So let's start with the Clippers because 
My question for you is if we're sitting there listening to Tyron Lue after the game talk about his team and how all is well, I'm not worried, nothing to worry about here with my team, down 0-2 going on the road, what would your reaction be? Uh, first of all, how are you guys doing? Yeah, I'd be real worried because let's remember, they lost their final three games in the bubble, so that's now five straight losses that they've had in the playoffs, and they arranged this. They purposely lost their last two games so they could play Dallas and they wanted to avoid the Lakers, and like I keep saying, they're going to avoid the Lakers if they keep playing like this. They won't ever have to worry about <laughs> playing LeBron James in the playoffs. You know, it's funny, too, about the Clippers. I, I just thought it was a bad look for them because really as an organization, they've never accomplished anything. They've never been to a conference finals. yet. You're trying to arrange how it's going to end up for you, and it's backfiring. They haven't played well at home. And, you know, you wanted to play Luka Doncic, go knock yourself out. Now you have to go on the road and win there in Dallas. And, hey, listen, even if Dallas takes one at home, now you're going to be playing three more elimination games in the series. So they're in a lot of trouble. And if they end up losing this, and with Kawhi with the ability to opt out, let the Kawhi to the Nick rumors start up oh, uh, by the oh weekend. Oh, my goodness. Frank, don't. Uh, or go oh, upstate. my goodness. All right, you said go <laughs> you just did it. You just did it, Frank. <laughs> a lot of people, some, though, no, not a lot of people, I'll take that back. Some people were saying that Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball. The best player in basketball. What do you think after watching Kawhi over the last couple of years? I mean, last night he did have 30 in the first half, and but seemed to kind of dissipate in the second half. Well, the guy is an unbelievable player. He's a two-time finals MVP. But let's remember, the championship that he won in Toronto, and that's great. Kevin Durant only played 12 minutes in that mm-hmm. in the series. And in the 12 minutes he played, his team ended up winning that game. Mm. So I watched Kevin. I was in Brooklyn last night. I saw Kevin Durant. I saw what LeBron James did last night. If you're asking me to draft players today, I'm taking Kevin Durant or LeBron James before I'm going to take Kawhi Leonard. Great, great player. But I will say this for Kawhi, and I think him being quiet and him being a little flaky, it plays. It, it's pretty good because if LeBron James and Kevin Durant had done this over the past couple of years, they'd be getting a lot more criticism than Kawhi gets because everything that happened last year, and I know you've been on this, Jay, you went after me on uh, Get Up for saying this. I love player empowerment, but when things didn't work out last year with the Clippers, the guy that skated was Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Doc Rivers ended up getting fired because of mm. it. So at some point, Kawhi Leonard, you know, you're the one that wanted this. We now have to see the results on the court. Well, you know, Frank, hey, you mentioned I got fired. That's true. Um, <laughs> it's one of the greatest things in the mysteries of being an L.A. guy. The Clippers clipped again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so when you pretty good invitation though of Doc, I when you uh, when you look at the Clippers though, in the situation that they put themselves in, where do they go from here? Where did Ty Lue, who thinks that hey, that's not a big deal, being down 2-0, we can go into Dallas and try and even the score. Well, this is you know this could be a turning point for the franchise in a positive way because now it's going to be really hard. To, to win this series. And you guys mentioned the odds, what they are, and how many teams have been down 0-2 in a series, losing the first two games at home, and they don't come back and win. Maybe this will be a turning point for them. And Paul George, it's to me, you know, if, if it's always about the superstars, it has to be about the superstars now. They're the guys that you have to look for. and you know, They're going to need Rondo to do something. I, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Ty Lue, a lot of pressure on Kawhi and Paul George, because Doc Rivers was the one that had to take the fall. And they'll be you know, there'll be pressure on that coaching staff. And think about Steve Ballmer. He's got all the money in the world, mm-hmm. but there is something to be said about having some toughness out there, guys that can come through in the clutch, and you just have not seen it 
with the Clippers. Remember, guys, five straight losses in the playoffs for them right now. Frank, this guy next to me is itching right now, so I'm going to get to it. What do the Knicks need to do to bounce back in game I two? Even, I wasn't even going there. Well, I, I, you know, if, if I'm the Knicks, I look at it this way. Your best player, Julius Randle, didn't have a good game, and you were still you still had a lead in the fourth quarter, and you had a chance to win that game. So I think that he'll play a lot better. I think tonight is going to be – I think if game one was insane, I think game two – the crowd is really going to be into it. You know, Trey Young kind of egging them on after what happened during the game. I, I think the Knicks will figure it out. It, I know a lot of people are talking about the point guard situation. Tom loves going with defense. That's why Alfred Payton has been starting. But he goes quick. You know, he goes pretty quickly to Derrick Rose. The one thing we know, and when Tom's coaching a team, they're going to be prepared. But I think it also speaks to, and Allen knows, as he's there every game. You know, the, Knicks, the Knicks' talent is not great. They play hard all the time. When you get to the playoffs now, you know all these teams that didn't play hard every game like the Knicks did, now you look at the talent. The Hawks have really good talent. And sometimes that does you know, win in the end because everyone's playing hard at this time of year. Everyone is trying to, to defend. You know, the Knicks had the great, great regular season. I still believe they're going to win this series, but I think there is a talent discrepancy. Frank, and we also have the mayor, you know, stepping in too. Thank God for that, Great. right? For De Blasio yeah. to really Thank love you. what he has, you know, really. If it wasn't for him, I don't know how they would have made it to game two. <laughs> Frank, uh, don't you think they need to go under all ball screens with Trey Young, try to force him to be that guy, let him score 50 instead of letting him be a facilitator? It, it, that might not be the worst thing. And I don't know what you guys thought about the last possession, but I, I think, you know, Frank Nelakina, after seeing what had happened with Trey Young when he was drawing fouls by stopping short, throws a little bit of contact. I think that Nilakina was worried about fouling. So when he went past him, he did come pretty close, I guess, to deflecting the ball from behind. But I, th- I think you're right about that, Jay. And, you know, when Jeff Van Gundy coached the Knicks, the one thing when they played Michael Jordan, and this was even true the game uh, right before Jeff called him a uh, con man, and that became a big thing in <laughs> Chicago, the Knicks would kind of let Michael Jordan go off, and then late in the game they would start to double him to get the ball out of his hands. So that game when – Michael Jordan scored 50, and everybody said, oh, this is Jeff's fault because you got you know, Michael Jordan fired up as if Michael Jordan can't score 50 on everybody. They doubled Michael late, and Michael struggled. And maybe you know, it's something like that. They just have to change up. The one thing about defense, Tom will figure that out. The team will be prepared to play. I just think Julius Randle needs to do a little bit more because Allen knows this. I mean, Jay, you're from the area as well, and Keith Sean being out in L.A. When the superstars don't come through, those are the guys that get it. And if Patrick Ewing or Carmelo Anthony had played like that in game one, They'd be hearing it for a couple of days. Frank, uh, when it comes to the Nets, after watching last night's game, I called the series after, at halftime. I mean, it's just, you know, like it, it just <laughs> looks like the Celtics. Like Jay was joking. We were on the text chain last night. It was, it was again, one, you know, three, two, one, Cancun, right? Like that's really where we were at yep. on the Celtics side of things. But not to take away from the Nets, it's just Boston isn't putting up much of a resistance. But I've watched the Nets in those first two games now that we've seen these three guys together on the court, which we didn't get a lot of that during the regular season, and it convinced me enough to think there's, there's no one in the East that has enough Wrong. to not only stop them, but even just keep up with them offensively. They just seem like they've got too much, and they don't need a lot of time to have chemistry. Am I out of my mind to think that they – I'm not saying fo fo fo, but it, it might be 5-5-5. Five, five, five. Yeah, I know. I, I think the whole chemistry thing was a little overrated. Great players figure it out somehow. You know, if you go to the regular season, the Nets blew them out blew out Boston in two games. And then the one game that was close, Harden didn't play, Kevin Durant didn't play, and Kyrie Irving went four for 19, and then that still won the game. Mm-hmm. You know, offensively, 
they're so good. And last night, Joe Harris scored 16 points in the first quarter, so it's almost unfair that, you know, if, if, if those you have those three guys on the court, now Joe Harris can't miss a shot. And what you love about the Nets, and I think those the three of them understand that there's really only one result that's going to satisfy everyone, including themselves, is winning a championship. Right. And they've all been incredibly unselfish. And I know Kyrie's had his moments this year off the court, but on the court, Kyrie has played really well. And he, when he's defended, he's defended really well. And James Harden was playing like an MVP before he got hurt. And then you have Kevin Durant, who, like, you know, I watch him play, and he's now, I think, played 37 games in a net uniform. And the guy, we all know this, but when you see it, you know, night in and night out, the guy never makes a bad play. Hmm. You know, he plays hard. He takes great shots. He's unselfish. He's a good teammate. He defends. He rebounds. He is the very definition of a superstar. And you know that this is special to him. You know, I was up in Toronto that night when he blew out his Achilles. It was brutal to see a great, great player like that go down. You know, so he had. You know, he, so when he played the other night, that was his almost his first playoff game in two years. And let's remember, guys, when he was healthy and going to the finals, he won two championships and he was the finals MVP. Mm-hmm. So this guy, it's just a different level superstar kind of getting back to what you guys said about Kawhi. i think Kawhi is great i just look at kevin durant it's just a different level superstar he's so big he's so difficult to defend he's built for moments like this and he's been terrific in the first two games yeah and he's surrounded by two guys that are going to facilitate and harden as well but but that 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 supporting cast doesn't get enough credit you mentioned harris i mean a lot of those guys blake griffin uh you know coming up big and that's Jeff right green Landry Shamit was all over the way drawing fouls. Like they had, again, they have themselves. It's not just three guys to lead them. They're supporting cast, which the Clippers certainly can't say that. Frank, I know you got your show. Thanks so much for the time. Good to chat with you. Thanks, Frank. Keep all up right, the good Frank. work, guys. Take care. All right, Frank Isola on the Goodyear Hotline brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Just what, what he's mentioning there, though, about the Nets, I think is I, – I, 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 I was I, Joe Harris going to make a game-winning shot in the playoffs at some point. Oh, yeah. I think you're wrong, though. I think you're wrong about it's going to be a cakewalk for the Nets. I, 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 when I say cakewalk, I, I just know, mean but you said four, 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 joking around, maybe four, five, four. I'm just trying to tell you, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's going to be those two teams offensively in the way they also defend. And if you watched the game last night, the intensity defensively picked up for Brooklyn a ton. Yes, first I don't quarter. think I, I've never seen Brooklyn play that hard defensively. That game, that series, if it gets there, Milwaukee and Brooklyn, is going to be like an Eastern Conference Finals sense of urgency for those for two For the teams. second round, yeah. That can go six or seven, man, because Giannis will take on the responsibility of trying to guard KD. And there are pieces that Drew Holiday on Kyrie or James, like there are good matchups there. But that's, that see, you just see, again, that's the part I think. Key, I feel like they, the, Milwaukee has two guys, but they don't have the third. I know Chris, oh, Middle- saying, I I know Chris Middleton is a great win. offensive player, but he, he's not the defender that you need because if you're going to put Drew Holiday on Kyrie, well, who's going to guard James? And then if you go Drew Holiday on James, who's going to guard Kyrie? If you, if you cancel out KD and Giannis, I know that because Giannis is big, just I don't know, man. Watching Brooklyn last night, yeah, right? Yeah, I they just, have that look. Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 I'm not saying something right? about yeah. – It's just something about no matter who you put on Kyrie right now. I, and I told Jay this, I like him. I'm glad you're coming over to that side. But I ain't me. never not like him. I know, him. but a lot – but, 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 but seeing but it. I have always liked him. But sometimes it takes me to sit down and just watch without any interruptions or anything, and I was able to sit and just watch – him, without anything, and say to myself, 
He's good. Pretty no, damn he, good. I don't give a toes, damn what they say about his head. He's pretty good. Now, speaking no, of that, good. though, and we'll get into this a little bit later on the show, he goes to Boston for the first time since he left. And that certainly is going to be well, a different for the scene. Playoffs, for the playoffs. He's yeah. been there. Well, he I went mean, there before with the Sage. And, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like, to be in the playoffs against them, the Celtics aren't putting up resistance, but the crowd in they Boston know. certainly will. And we'll get into that a little bit later on. KJZ really presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have that kind of stuff in my bag, man. No, he had. I was like, <sighs> but I bet you you had that. I had a little bit, but he just—he's always been a wizard with the ball, man. Wizard. So OTA's going on right now, guys, and Ooh. Aaron Rodgers might not show up. Some of the main guys might not show up, but Dak Prescott went through everything except full eleven-on-eleven drills with Dallas. Uh, the end of practice walkthrough as well Tuesday cleared another hurdle in his return from the dislocated and compound fracture in the right ankle. So Mike McCarthy said Prescott will likely follow a similar protocol throughout the rest of the offseason program. Uh, but he won't be held back when the Cowboys open training camp in July. Now here's Dak talking about his recovery, how he's feeling, and keeping himself healthy. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily limited. I think we're just being cautious and uh, being smart in the fact of I'm not doing things when there's a pass rush or, or guys, you know, potentially falling at the legs or so or something of that nature. But um, as far as saying I can't do drills or I can't do something, uh, I'm pretty much full go. It felt great. I mean, after uh, long months of recovery and just rehab, of um, just main goal is just getting back out there with my teammates, uh, getting back on the field, running a huddle, um, building that camaraderie on the field. Uh, I was just excited yesterday. Uh, and carrying over today, but uh, so much that we can build on as a team uh, and me personally. But um, it's just exciting to know that uh, the game is back and uh, I'm able to be a part of it. I, I don't know. I, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. I find it remarkable that he's at this stage already. That injury uh, it, at the moment felt like it was something. It's going to be a while. Yeah, because you know reports and people have their own theories about injuries when they're not doctors or they're getting information, but they're not getting all the information because they're not the doctor looking at the scan or. or or performing the, the surgery, or even to a point where understanding that in all honesty, and not because I play for the Cowboys, they probably got one of the best training staffs in all of professional sports. All of professional sports. I broke my ankle when I was with the Cowboys. I was back running in six weeks. Okay? Snapped it. Still got a pin and a rod in it to this day. Heard it against the Giants. Six weeks. Six weeks. I was Ow. After my surgery, I was – because – it's the rehab. It's all of the sort of things that Jim and Brett and Greg put together the program for you to be able to do. When I'm watching Dak on those bags right there, I already know. I'm like, and I'm watching him walk. There's no limp to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, he's straight. He's 100% straight. Because they wouldn't have given him – They wouldn't have, first of all, they wouldn't have been negotiating with him the way they was negotiating with him if they wasn't going to sign him and bring him back if they didn't think he was healthy. Nobody gives money away. Of course. They just don't. I don't give a damn how much money they got. They're not trying to give it away, Jay. And this was the for the last six months I've been saying the whole time while everybody was running around, chickens with their heads cut off, trying to figure out, <laughs> is Russell Wilson going to the Cowboys? Is Deshaun Watson going to the Cowboys? They should <laughs> mm-hmm. trade him and give up this. He can't come back on this issue. What if he – all it's like, no, they're not going to do that. They're going to pay this man. Because they have the intel inside the building, Jay, to know whether or not he's going to be healthy. And they paid him in. He'll take the first snap opening day. We live in a world where Dak Prescott will not get the benefit of the doubt coming back off injury. 
Like most times when a guy comes off an injury, you're like, all right, give him some time to settle in. But considering he's on America's team, which is a polarizing subject to begin with. In that division. Considering everything he just said about, should it be Russell Wilson? Should we get somebody else in there? You will have a whole bunch of people that if he does not perform to the standard of what they expect the Dallas Cowboys to be. I told you he wasn't worth the four-year, $160 million contract. I told you he wasn't worth the money. So Dak understands that going into this season. I think he's going to outperform expectations, but still it's about, it all comes down to me that defense has, that offense has all the firepower in the world. How will that defense perform? If that defense performs, this team is dangerous. If Dan Quinn could get the defense to play at the level, if you think about it, prior to Dak's injury, he was completing almost 70% of his passes. Oh, they're the best offense in the league. I mean, they were putting, close up, to putting it. up prolific close numbers. To close to it, yeah. They're yeah. the best offense. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say best offense in the league. One of the best. They're one of the best, yes. They were, Kansas City is the best the offense the in the league. Super Bowl. They were yeah. putting up prolific numbers right before the injury. Prolific. Yeah, but they yeah, were the defense also just, one and three. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were giving up yeah, a ton. Yeah, they were giving up a lot on the yeah. defensive side, but. The defense was prolific, too. Dak Prescott had nine touchdowns of four interceptions. Two of the interceptions I discount because they were tip balls. So when you look at his style and what he was doing and engineering the offense, they've got to get the offensive line shored up. They had one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League over the last several years, and then all of a sudden they started falling apart. A guy, Somebody retired, another guy opted out, then all of a sudden the injuries started coming. If they can put that offensive line back attack, get Zeke back going at the level that he's capable of, of going, then I think when Amari Cooper and, and CeeDee Lamb and the rest of those guys that's on the skill position side of the ball, they certainly could be one of the most prolific offenses mm-hmm. in the NFC. And so you feel like there'll be no drop-off athletically for Dak right away? Like there'll be no, no drop-off? I'm be looking the at the same him. exact player. There'll uh, be no Dr. limitations. Johnson, moving, Dr. Johnson just yeah, saw him run around. Yeah, you're just and watching. And I'm, I'm watching him run around, and I'm like, okay, so there's – Dr. Johnson – that's what it, he's not. My, he was never Michael Vick. He's not Lamar Jackson, right? But he is certainly a weapon with his legs, and he's going to be able to still do those sort of things. He's oozing with confidence. When, you can Keith, simply say it. Whenever Key says Dr. Johnson, I'm like, well, you did stay at a Holiday Inn Express one mm. time. And then he goes, what? No, yeah, he does never. I've heard. never stayed never. at a Holiday Inn. Yeah. Free like, coffee? Wait. I'm like, Free. you don't get the right. Jeez. <laughs> Only key. I've never stayed really at watch regular TV either. That's how. Streaming. I learned that not too long ago. <laughs> it's a very interesting conversation in Dallas, no doubt. So no concern for the Clippers. What about the Packers? Lots to talk about no concern in Green Bay, but is there? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.